This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the 153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. Welcome back, everybody, to The Reel Down. Uh, another good episode coming up, bringing back one of my favorite people, and I won't waste any time bringing him in, Mr. Dan Perry. What's up, dude? Dude, your, uh, your backdrop has definitely improved. I can't tell if he's actually frozen or... Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if that was you or me. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was perfect. You were like this for like... 10 seconds. <laughs> Thanks for having me back, man. Yeah, no, dude. Uh, it's good to have you. I'm glad you can jump on. Is that is that the same room that you were in? Yeah, I haven't used this computer since the last time I was on a podcast, and, and so it might try to update like right in the middle. It's, it's really angry at me. Apparently, <laughs> a lot of updates on this Apple have happened between then and now. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you said you hadn't done a podcast in a while. What else have you been up to, man? What have you been doing? I hadn't talked to you in a minute. Well, the socks lost today, so that sucks. Still repping the hat, but uh, that made me sad. Uh, yeah, just we're well. Me and me and Lance, one of the guests coming on tonight, we're committee members for Iron City Kayak Anglers. We're putting our schedule together right now, trying to get some sponsors from that. Uh, so, if you want to sponsor a local club in Alabama, hit them yeah, up. Hit us up. Dread River Distilling hooked us up with something, so that's cool. If you need some whiskey, holler at them. But um, and the Act Shack, they're going to help us out as always um, great local shop here, but also we, uh, I mean, me and me and Lance, one of the guests coming on tonight, we have started a new KFL team. We have uh, uh, left the, this year we were with the Alabama hammers and we got fourth, um, third, fourth. There's no third place. It's just 
you made it to the final, you know. I didn't know that. <laughs> nope. Yeah. I think I lost Dan. There you go. There you go. Yeah, okay. But yeah, we started a new team, the Kusa, Kusa Kingfishers. So yeah, really excited about that. Sweet, dude. Well, uh, we won't waste any time in that. So uh, what we're covering today is uh, we had the first Alabama Bass Nation Kayak Anglers State Championship. I got to figure out a smaller way to say all that. I was trying to say it to somebody today and couldn't figure out how to spit it all out. But basically, we turned the state championship event into the Bassmaster event versus doing the trail series and stuff like that. And uh, we had 62 guys come up, and it was out on Lewis Smith Lake. And we've got the first place winner, uh, Mr. Lance Coley, and the third place, Mr. Luke Turner. What's going on, guys? Y'all remember Luke? We had Luke on not too long ago. Uh I'm trying to remember what event that was for. Luke, do you remember? Uh, that was for the NACA River Stock. That's right. That's right. I couldn't Thing remember. I knew you. Yeah, that's right. He hammered him. He, <laughs> he he set a NACA record for three fish. Wow. Well, uh, what's going on? How y'all doing? Good. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Just got a shower. Relaxing. Yep, got a shower. Got paid. Uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> going off again. Go ahead and get his repping in. <laughs> I love it. I, like it. I got a rep well, naked too because I was kind of a double AOI. So yeah, yeah we we're gonna get into that too, man. Uh, <laughs> you've had a hell of a year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lance has had a Lance's like big Disney tournament year. record in the state is like, like I pulled up his tourney X stats and was like, well, damn. I don't know if I want to talk about all that, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, hey, Lance I'm just been doing the, this uh, long before Lance a tournament was, on the was ever or on the national trail this year, and not Iron City. So, hey, yeah, yeah. I was looking at that. I was like, hey, I don't, I don't see Lance in the Angler of the Year race this year. What's up with that? It's <laughs> yeah. like maybe he just had one good day and a that terrible. That was crazy year. how that turned out. <laughs> yeah, in, in between national stuff and KFL, he didn't get the fish. That's and, crazy. And, and it was a little bit intentional, though. We were trying to keep him out of it. Uh, Luke, Luke appreciates it. So uh, yeah, I, appreciate I fished, that. I fished uh, two events in uh, February and March, which is like my worst time of year, and I skunked both of them. So <laughs> after well, one that, of them was Bib, right? Bib is the worst yeah. place on earth to fish. So yeah, there's like four fish and... there. There's there's four tens, and that's it. <laughs> well, there's four tens, and there's like 87 12 inch bass in there. Yeah. Um, the and then I fished Smith at flood stage in March, and that didn't work out either. So. Yeah, that, that was tough. Well, this yeah, was the Lance exact opposite of that. My, Lance showed up to my original launch. A word got around? Yeah. <laughs> and he went into the bushes, and I was like, I've already fished the bushes. That's not happening. And then I ended up going to another spot, mm. finding clear water, and caught a 1950 with uh, – it was five minutes to go. That's when. That's why you called me in a mild panic. Well, that was yesterday. I called Dan in a whole lot of panic. I think oh, you're talking about day. Pickwick in March. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they've already shut off the leaderboard. What's going on? I can't submit a fish. What's happening? I know. It's sandbagging, Luke. Come on now. <laughs> well, that's the first the thing boat, people uh... said to me was, "That's the sandbaggers that are upset." Yeah. <laughs> It's just the guys that fish where there's no service. <laughs> no, man, dude, that whole lake has no service. But anyway, so taking a step back, let's, uh, Luke, go ahead. Tell everybody once again who you are, a little about yourself, and then Lance will do the same thing. Hey, 
you want to do Lance first? I need to call my son to figure out how to turn this volume up. <laughs> okay. I'll bring you back in. Give me a thumbs up when you're ready to come back. Okay. He, he went to poop. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled a Milford. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lance, tell us about yourself. Oh, well, um, I don't know how far back you want to go, but I've, I guess I've been in Alabama for about 10, 12 years now. Uh, grew up in Mississippi. Spent a little time in Atlanta area of Georgia, and I've been a river rat since I was about five. So, uh, and my job that I used to have traveled me all over, mainly the southeast, but pretty much the eastern seaboard. And I fished every creek at every destination they sent me to. So, I over the years I've just become kind of a creek specialist. I'm trying to expand that now. I'm forcing myself to fish some lake stuff just to learn it and starting to try to fi starting to figure it out a little bit, I think. So trying to be I'm a little more well-rounded. I'm going the other way. I'm trying to learn creek stuff and you're, I'll, I'll teach you the lake. You can teach deal deal, yeah. man. Come on out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it, you have to tell everybody you you've caught all the bass. Explain that, that, that that's like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> so that, that job that I have, I got a more, kind of homebody job now i stay in birmingham most of the time but i traveled for like 12 years around the southeast which is like black bass mecca there's huge amounts of species of black bass that most people don't even know about so you got your you know your big three you got largemouth smallmouth spots um those are pretty much everywhere you got alabama bass which are about to be everywhere but they're kind of the Alabama version of the spotted bass is what most people kind of equate them to, even though they're not related. Um, so that's four. You got um, shoal bass, you got Sewanee bass, Guadalupe out in Texas. Um, let's see. Red eye. Yeah, you got red eye, but they've split those into like, uh, you got the, let's start west east. You got the warrior, the Cahaba the uh kusa so that's 10 the talapusa the chattahoochee the um altamaha Same and the bartrams so that's 14. i give you, uh, you credit for just knowing all of these yeah you got the choctaw bass is 15. um I'm gonna have to pull out my notes. To remember all of them. Oh, you was how many more there total? Oh, there's a, the Florida bass, which is the Florida largemouth bass. That's 16. Um, there's an undescribed bass in Mississippi, so that's 17. And there's two subspecies of smallmouth bass, the Wachita and the Neosho. So that's 18 and 19. I've caught all of them. Well, you nice. need to. Uh... You need to upgrade, upgrade, update your tourney X because you've only got nine on here. Well, I put the nine that most people recognize. <laughs> yeah, I was just joking. I, I didn't realize there were ten more. I like I saw these nine, recognize all of these, and was like, "Oh, cool! He's got that whole slam." You know what? What is it when you don't they call it like? It has a name when you catch all of them. I can't remember what it is. I guess it's the slam up. It's, it's I thought the there was like a it was like a so and so angler or something like that. It's not like master angler. I can't remember. I'm gonna look it up. I should have looked it up. I think BSS did something a few years ago. I don't know if they're still doing it or not. Or 
do like a certificate or something if you caught all nine of the major species. But yeah. Has anybody, awesome. ever, has anybody ever caught all 19 before? I've got to be one of a handful. Maybe Drew Gregory might have. Yeah, that guy. I would, I would assume Drew did. I don't know of many other people that, because yeah. a lot of them, a lot of those species are creek specific fish. They, like the Neosho smallmouth doesn't live in lakes. Uh, most of the red eye species don't live in lakes. So if you're not a creek guy, you're probably not going to catch all 19. Right. I'm a creek guy and I haven't got even close. I don't leave the state most of the time. It's funny when I leave the state, I'd never fish creeks. I go fish big water, which I'm absolutely shit at. It doesn't make any sense. Well, so, Luke, if you're ready. I'm ready. I can hear now. Woo! <laughs> All right. Tell us about yourself, man. Well, you know, I'm just uh, love fishing, love kayak fishing. Been doing it for, I guess it's four years now, maybe five. So I just fell in love with it. I love the skinny water. I've learned to love the skinny water. So first I was uh, came out of a bass boat. Um seen these kayaks down at Florida Water Sports in probably 2014. And I was like, this is a fishing kayak. What is this about? Yeah, because we always stayed across from uh, Florida Water Sports when we went to uh, Panama City. And just got to, uh, just got intrigued by them. And then Graybo Outdoors opened up in Fultondale. And that's where I bought my first fishing kayak. And I didn't oh, know anything about it. I didn't know anything about either. any any kayak fishing groups or anything, but I just knew I wanted I wanted to do that. So and I've been doing it ever since. As I was talking to somebody today about how it like I don't know if it was when you first started, but when I really started like participating with the local stuff, I'd I'd met you and seen like I would see you out like on the lake. And then over the last year it's you've seemed like you've really developed into the skinny water thing. If you can't beat them, join them. That's right. <laughs> Andy's, Andy's got a, a, a rocket pop. Yes, that uh, rocket pop. <laughs> That's how we know him. Yep. The rocket pop. I didn't know that you had that color. I thought you had one of the green ones. Well, that was my my field figure was green. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and I've got a uh, uh, a Wildy Recon 120 HD. That's written in uh the HDs in a. Uh, Magic marker. <laughs> <laughs> Made a conversion. Yeah. One of a kind. There Price no, just went up. Yeah. There were no HDs when I bought mine. I had to buy the pedal drive separate. So. <laughs> well, uh, so again, what we're covering here, folks, was the we had the state championship down on Lewis Smith Lake. Uh, turned it out to be a grind for most. The lake was down. uh <laughs> It says it was down eight and a half feet. I think it was way more than that, but the water was up a little bit because we had a, a lot of heavy rain. And for anybody that's not familiar with Lewis Smith, I pulled up a few facts on it just because they kind of, when you Google it, they just kind of popped out. But it, it was impounded in 61. Uh, it's uh, located off the Sipsy Fork of the Black Warrior River. It's 21,000 acres, 500 miles of shoreline. And it's a sp- spotted bass factory for the most part when you talk main lake um these guys both you've already can tell these are creek guys so they were hitting it a little bit different but i found some cool information on smith that it's got like little creepy backgrounds that they flooded i mean a lot of lakes have flooded towns but 
everything happened there so rapidly that yep. there the uh, it's Falls Creek or Falls Town or something like that. It's at the bottom of the lake. They had to remove seventy eight bodies from a cemetery, getting ready for it, and then it flooded so fast the rest <clears> are down there, and they like they still actively find people from that long ago because it's 260 feet deep in places. I was reading a story no, that they actually, it's 300 feet deep in places. Jesus. Don't, yeah. Don't sell it short. <laughs> yeah, don't sell it short. But it was, had, uh, uh, my dad had an old hummingbird flasher. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And these flashers, I don't care what anybody says, but these flashers are accurate. No, yeah, they are. More accurate than what we have today. And it was banging on 310. Jeez. There was a, the story that I read, there was a, a, a historical story of a man that he had a name, it didn't list the name, that had went missing when the lake flooded. And he had went to, gotten his car, was going to the store, and they never saw him again. And they actually found his car, I think, in 2007 or 2005. And when they pulled the car up, he was still sitting in the seat, preserved enough that he still had his wallet in his pocket. Yeah, that that is creepy. That. There are just Google images of <clears throat> some of the Hummingbird Down scan images of out there. And there's just like this silent forest 200 feet down, and the trees still have leaves exactly, on them. It is yeah. freaky as shit. <laughs> Well, so but anyway, it, it, was supposed, <laughs> it was supposed to take, I think, four and a half years for them to fill up. And that's what they were expecting. And then it was either 62 or 63. It filled up one summer. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> that's yeah. so insane. So much rain. Kind of like I remember uh, when <laughs> they impounded Duck River over there yeah, by y'all. Exactly. Duck up, River, yeah. It filled up fast. <laughs> Well, anyway, so going back to that, it's a state championship, 62 anglers. It's uh, top 15 from every state, couple tournament, or I'm sorry, from every club in the state. Uh, Tournament directors uh, get a few spots. I actually don't think we had too many tournament directors, though. I think Uh, think they all qualified. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But, uh, so yeah, Lewis Smith Lake, best five, one-day tournament. Uh, and it was a grinder. Again, like Lance said, going into it, there wasn't a lot of cell service. But, you know, come 12 o'clock, it looked like mid-70s was going to take it home. But, uh, so before we get into that, Luke mentioned it. Luke is a, a killer angler in our state. He he double AOI dipped this year. He won it in his club and he won it in Dan's club. And like said before, probably because Lance wasn't there. We'll just, I'm just joking. But, uh, thank you, Lance. Lance. <laughs> uh, Luke can hold his own, man. You've won it like four times, huh, Lance? Oh, crap. Cat, stop. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, you, you need to go ahead and get rid of that thing. Yeet. 
Well, actually, since you say it, I got it pulled up right here. I'm sure he can say it, but I'm going to I'm going to gloat you up a little bit. So what he's got under his belt is the 2010 2015 River Bass and Angler of the Year, the 2015 and 2018 River Bass and Team of the Year, the Coosa Canoe and Kayak Anglers Angler of the Year in 2017. The Alabama Kayak Anglers Classic Champion, which is the state championship in 2018, 2020, and now 2021. And the Iron City wow. Kayak Angler of the Year for 2020. So, And other years, more than just one. He well, doesn't update his tourney X enough. <laughs> Actually, I, I mean, I didn't seriously start fishing Iron City until about 2018, I think. I so I, I was a pretty late comer to Iron City. Because uh, before that, I was concentrating on the river bassin trail. And when they kind of, you know, quit doing stuff, I think around 2015, they were doing some online stuff. And and I piddled with some KBF things here and there. And I was like, I got to get something going. So I, I joined Iron City. I, so it, I, th- I didn't really start fishing with them until I think it was 2018. Okay. I did the, I did the Coosa, river, Coosa river Keepers tournament trail in 2017. And then kind of parlayed into Iron City from there because I think that was the only year, or maybe they just did that a couple years or something. But so there you go. pretty cool though. It's I I've always known your name in the state. Always knew you're a good angler. Same as Luke. Like like Luke Luke's name, especially down in Coleman. Like if you knew two names, it it was Luke and Jesse Halverson. Y'all were always doing this back and forth, and uh, y'all are oh, both. Jesse. Oh yeah. I'm going to get him on. We were talking about it earlier today. I wouldn't know how to handle him on a podcast because he's so unfiltered. And when he was doing so good in that Pickwick event, I was like, oh, God. Like, I was already preparing. Like, how am I going to have him on? Hey, and if y'all haven't seen it, go look up Jesse's Jesse Halverson's YouTube. He has the best YouTube. He's always yelling. as He's got one of those androids where he has to yell at it. To make it take a picture, and it's like photo. God dang it, take a photo. <laughs> the first time I fished with him, he was behind me, and he was I fished a monthly or something like that, and he was taking pictures, and I didn't know that's what he was doing, and he just kept shoot, 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 you mother. And I was like, what? And he was like, no, that's my phone. I was like, oh, <laughs> no, that's funny, but yeah. Uh, so let's uh. I gave us a little bit of a rundown on the lake and about you guys. Uh, obviously, our fish in similar water, but Luke, tell us about how how your day went uh, as far as the fishing. And uh, don't mind me; I've got to reset my camera, so take care of that, Dan. All right, cool. Well, um, I guess I'll start with a little bit of pre-fishing. So I've been uh, pre-fishing for a little while before uh, it went off limits. I mean, I, I must have drove around the lake. 15 times i don't know i mean i won some money but i, I didn't even break even for gas so <laughs> it's all about the glory right yeah that's right uh, so i had a main river spot okay so back up with with all this bass fest that was yeah, last was weekend extra tough because it was bass yeah, fest too. bass fest and then the Bassmaster open i was like i've got uh I grew up on Smith Lake, but I grew up on Smith Lake skiing, riding around in uh, ski boats and just playing. I really didn't fish it growing up. 
So I was like, man, I've got to find something. I, I knew a couple of community holes, but other than that, I was like, these Bass Fest and this Bassmaster, I mean, they're going to be rolling through the community holes like crazy. Yeah. I found a place way up somewhere in the Bankhead National Forest, main river. It was, it had enough elevation. If the water went down, I felt the fish would go down, but they would still be there. Yeah. So I pre-fished that uh, a couple of days. This was like a month and a half ago. And I was driving back toward, I was coming home. And I was like, I'm just going to cut through here and I'm going to check out uh, the spot that I met Lance at in the Iron City, see what it looks like. And I was going to check out just beyond that Hames Marina, which is really close. And on my way down there, I passed the bridge and I like locked up the brakes and back down. And I was like, Ooh, this looks nice. <laughs> I mean, I spent, I mean, map study, everything. And I've never, I never found this creek. It was crazy. I don't know how I didn't find it, but I found it on accident. Um, and pre-fishing, I walked down about a half mile fishing, came back up. I was like, this is what I want to do. And I knew I was off Friday before the tournament. I was like, I'm going to put in here because I had my big boat with me. I didn't have my little boat. Ain't no way I was dragging that wildy down them rocks. Um, so Friday before the tournament, I put in fished up a little ways so caught a caught a nice one right off the bat uh immediately went up a good ways caught another one and then i was like all right i'm shaking off from here just to see if there's fish in these different spots and i shook shook a bunch off not a bunch but i shook enough off to say there's fish in here tournament day comes around um, well, that night, I mean, you want to talk about some street tacos? <laughs> Y'all should come up there. It was me and Jason Jones, Sam Cox. Gang, gang. And Derek Taylor. Some bomb street tacos. If you've never had my street tacos, you got to come to 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 when we're camping. I saw the pictures. Those look good. Yeah. I, uh, I need to I need to get an invitation to one of these and come hang out because like I was out like, oh. West, yes. out west they have like Greg Blanchard has like Dark Horse Division. Well, Luke and Luke and Sam and all them they've got gang gang. They've got their own, gang gang. Yeah. yeah, your own club going on. Oh, I mean Frank moved off to West Virginia or where uh, where he's going, but he's part of the gang gang. <clears throat> Heck yeah. Um, so uh, tournament day. I wake up, I go to uh, go to Whitlock's and get some snacks. This is like way early. I get to my spot an hour and a I'll half before I put in. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm there way before put in because I'm nervous. I was like, somebody else has found this. I'm going to see Lance there is what I thought. <laughs> I was like, because this is a sketchy hill. I've got – I don't have four-wheel drive, but I got all terrains and positive tractions. So I back down this wet gravel road and I back down enough. So I don't think I'm blocking anybody. You know, I mean, you can get a couple of trucks in there. 
so I don't get disqualified. I didn't like park at the top of the hill where it'd block everybody, so I back down. What he's the, trying to say without saying it is my man's was hiding. Like, <laughs> you can't see I, me. I'm not here. <laughs> I was trying not to get stuck. <laughs> if my if my wheels would have spin any, I'd have just sat there. So, uh, I mean, I'm fishing all the way up, so what is it you can put your you can get your boat in the water but you can't fish yet yeah you can launch at six launch at six line First lines in at 6 30 so i mean i don't get in until 6 30 because i mean i'm right there so, staring at them yeah <laughs> paddle up i was like man this is getting pretty slow i'm not catching anything stick with it end up catching fish caught one Caught a 17 pretty early. Um, and I mean, I, I caught pretty much fish all day. I was on a kind of a, it was a creek, but I'm not going to tell you where it was at. Yeah. He, he's he's like wanting to tell you information, but then he's like, somebody's going to listen to this and figure this out. <laughs> so I caught one on a, I mean, one of my first ones. There you go. Got this red line. Mm-hmm. I tried a whopper plopper. I really wanted to catch them on a whopper plopper, but they were just bowling at it. I couldn't get it. You know, one on the red line, uh, buzz bait. Uh, kept working my way up the creek. Kept alternating between the uh, um, this spinner bait. Don't cover in, it up. In the hidden color. <laughs> now? Ah, it's a spot sticker. Yeah. Spot sticker spinner bait. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, this is terrible. I love it. I love right, it. I'll give you, you are the first person on this show to ever do that. Come on. Work up. Uh, so one memorable fish I had, I was in a, uh, it was in a log jam up the creek. And there's one path like this. It's enough to get my 32 inch uh, creek rocket through this path. And I was like, I'm going to cast up here before I... Where I do it, cast up there, bass hits it. He goes immediately into the into the log, and we're locked up. We're locked up bad. So, <laughs> paddling up, line still tight. Had to jump out of the kayak, and uh, I still don't know where he's at. And I'm like, well, am I gonna have to die for this guy, or what am I gonna have to do? This is when a GoPro would have been excellent. Yes. It, well, if it was on a kayak, it wouldn't have seen me because I was. <laughs> the kayak's like floating away. <laughs> yeah. It, it's gone. I don't, I don't know where it is. So I finally get out from it a little bit and I see it come out because I, I thought it was up toward me a little bit more and it's like right by my foot. So he finally comes out and I get him on the board. Oh my gosh. Um, a little up from there, I found a, found a, a falls and I was like, I'm not going any further. Yeah. I'm old. I'm lazy. (laughs) So I start flowing back down and, uh, when I'm flowing down, it's easier to throw a shaky head. There we go. Got this guy. Caught several fish on that. Huh? What kind of worm is it? 
Uh, a black and blue one. A black and blue. Yeah, but is is that a Davis? No, it's a it's a it's a Zoom. Oh, is that okay. the fatty? It's a <clears throat> mag mag fluke or something. Mag fatty, a, I think. There's a mag fluke or no mag fluke mag. Oh, mag trick worm. Mag tree. Yeah, mag trick worm. Okay. I'm floating back down. It just looked thick, is why. why yeah. I, thick with two C's. Thick. Exactly. <laughs> floating back down, I go past where I put in, and it's, it's a, it's a pretty good riffles. Um, I don't do really good in the riffles. Um, I think just the spacing between the riffles, it didn't allow for the fish to be in there. Because, you know, sometimes the fish will be in the riffles, but these fish weren't in, in, in any riffles. Float down. I've got a pool. I, I miss a couple of fish. I miss. I th- think I missed a couple of good fish. And this is getting late. So I float past down this pool, and I'm in a silted-up creek. I don't like silt because I don't – I mean, there's no reason for silt in a creek except for somebody's ignorance. <laughs> But it is what it is. I mean, they're building houses and they're not putting proper barriers up and it's silted up. I hate it. There's rocks every once in a while, but I found these laydowns. And before the laydowns, there were deep holes for whatever reason with the water. I guess the water come through and it flushed them out. And that's when I got on a a pattern. And this was like at one o'clock. Lines out was it? Two o'clock. Two o'clock. Yeah. So I'm, I'm floating down and I'm throwing uh, Mr. Nico <laughs> with the Nico skirt. Nico, I've never seen a Nico skirt. Really? I'm, no, I, I throw a Nico. I've never thrown a Nico skirt. Oh, dude, that's the thing, man. So that one looks yeah. like it's missing a few strands. It may be. <laughs> I just I just clipped it off tonight. So uh, I'm throwing in laydowns on eight pound test uh, fluoro and a ten pound braid. You know I'm a light line guy. I love that. Y'all like to live on the dangerous edge, braver than me. Shit off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that's 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 angler to your stuff. I don't know if y'all understand that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, ouch! Right. <laughs> All right, good night, Luke. So, uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, I'm just—I <laughs> went from lay down to lay down. I mean, it was every time I would throw this in there, the brim would come up and go. You know how the brim do? Yeah. And I would pop it one more time, and a bass—a a bass would come and get it. Hmm. And, oh, I have to remember that. Yeah. So uh, hey, that's usually that's when legit. I feel that brrr, I'm like, get away from them, you know. Hey, like, that that's yeah. legit right there. I learned that a long time ago. If you feel them brim ta- brim tapping, don't yeah. pull it out. Sit there and shake it a little more because those brim will swarm around that lure and it gets the bass attention. He'll come over and look at it. Is it a brim? Was it a was it brim beds? It, no, it was. I mean, this late in the year, I don't know how long they. So, on each side of the river, there were trees down, and. I don't know if I've seen this before or the water was just just so clear that I've seen it now. It was washed out on the on the front side of the creek side. And there were deep holes in there. 
and you just flop it in there and it probably from from all the rain previous when the creeks get flowing it'll cause like an eddy or a swirl and it will it'll it'll put a divot in the ground and it'll just be like sandy or gravel bottom and but not really a bed but it becomes like a little i've never like really dialed in on one for the bass but like you're talking about usually like when you're floating by one there'll be like 50 bluegills sitting around them and just i don't even know why but so that's pretty cool that you were able to get a bite off of it can can you put that nico up one more time yeah how do you have that hook do you have a hook sideways or in it you have it hooked in it yeah that's that's technically the correct nico it's a z-man no but how you i've never seen it I've always hooked it sideways. I've never hooked it along with the worm. So sideways is wacky. Yeah. By 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 the breakdown for real, Dan. Worm this way, hook this way is wacky. Hook in line is Nico. That is the actual difference by the definition. I think the the difference is the weight, right? No. Mm -mm. Well I do weightless Nico all the time. Tomato tomato. Potato, potato. A O Y, not A O Y. Hey. So, so uh, it's uh, it's getting late, and I'm I'm looking at Turney X because I finally upload some fish. I leave one in my back pocket. Sandbagger. Yeah. yeah. Why would you leave one in your back pocket? Why are you doing this? Hey, you got to put people on edge. They think I mean, they got a chance, yeah. and then Luke's like, Meh. baby mama drama. So, uh, <laughs> what, what, do you think that do you think that helps you really uh, I, I'm, it, I'm asking, okay i think it makes I'm asking it like a real question do you think that helps you is why, why is that strategy why do you think it helps okay so this is probably the first tournament i've actually loaded fish during the uh actual fishing day and not after the submissions have been turned off or the uh leaderboard yeah, been turned off right I mean, I'm. I ain't got time for that. I'm fishing. Most, most like I've judged some of Coleman's tournaments, and it, it's not sandbagging. He really does. Like he's not what he did at this event's not usually how he does it. Like he, just like he just said, like you just count on Luke when the submissions are off. He finds self service, or he's finally done. That's when you're yeah. going to get his pictures. He's not the only one that does it. Like I, there's I tons of NACA guys. You don't see them on the leaderboard until the event's over. Like, I don't eat lunch. I don't drink water until it's over. Dang, I mean, that's all hardcore. Angler of the year. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So <laughs> take notes. All right. Anyway, my fat ass going to eat a sandwich. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm. It's getting toward the end, and I was like, there was this one lay down in that that pool before I came down that I missed a fish on, and it. And I figured out that pattern, and I was like, this is going to work right there. Come up this show, first cast, catch a, uh, I think it was a 15-25. That, uh, that called me up an inch and a half at 19 minutes to go to get into third place. <clears throat> and that was my day. And that – and that's all he needed and third place was the last place in the money and it's a decent check uh like you said i hate that you didn't break even because you spent seven hundred dollars in gas on running around but 
And did the the top three qualify for the? So the, the we actually qualify ten percent. So oh, okay. I'll six. I'll go over those real quick. So we qualified six, and the person that wins the previous year qualifying event automatically goes. So Randall will be a repeat qualify for the 22 classic. And then we have Lance Coley, Jason Moore, Luke Turner, uh, Bubba Jones, Ryan Crum, and Jesse Halverson will be rounding out the people representing Alabama at the classic. Oh, Jesse. Yeah. Congrats to all of them. Yeah, man. That's awesome. You going to go Luke? I'm thinking about it. The, the way my schedule kind of hard to say. So, cause yeah. they don't have the info out. Yeah. <clears throat> South Carolina has got to be some creature you can slam that Astro Pop vibe up in somewhere. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it may require the wildy. Everybody thinks I'm a creek guy, but I mean, I can fish. No, the, I, I, can I fish promise you. Too, so. I think the first time I caught up with you on one of y'all's lakes, me and Jesse were struggling, and my man's is throwing 19s back. Just like oh, that, hey, that won't I help. That, that won't one. help. Yep. <laughs> you told that, me a valuable piece of information that, that has hey, caught me so many fish. Hey, that's the one on Ingram's. Well, I shouldn't say Ingram's, but anyway, where I was bouncing that, <laughs> I was bouncing that Ned rig, and y'all were like, "I ain't throwing no Ned rig. I ain't throwing no Ned rig." Nope. <laughs> and then you caught a few on a, a chatterbait that day because you told oh, yeah. me a trick. Because I was like, man, I've been throwing. We were throwing the same color, same weight, same chatterbait, same trailer. It's like, dude, I haven't got a first bite. And you were like, yeah, I'll feel it vibrating. It'll just stop vibrating. Just set the hook. And literally, I was looking at you. I cast to the other bank. That happened. And I smoked one and was like, well, how many times have I felt that today and just kept reeling? Like, God, dog. But yeah, so killer day, Luke. Awesome job. You had a great year. Thanks, guys. I, it's awesome, uh, Lance. I'm ready to hear about your tournament day, man. So I'm ready to hear about Lance too, because he met he met one of my buddies at the uh, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, this story could get a little little I, little sketchy. I, I ain't saying nothing though. <laughs> so I'll probably make everybody mad. I I didn't pre fish. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so he saved all of his money. <laughs> I, I I was uh, on a work trip up in North Alabama on Thursday, so I drove back through the scenic route, and I did scope some stuff out. I kind of had some history to go on. I checked a few areas. I was worried about the water levels because we'd had so much rain, mm-hmm. and um, kind of debating on hitting a couple places on the main lake. But I got down, started looking around. I said, yeah, you know, the the creeks are, I don't know. I mean, it. I guess it depends. I mean, this time of year is probably when they can play the best because the lake has been pressured all summer. Um, Especially the weekend we were going into after exactly. Bass Pass, the Opens. They still have their local tourneys. I mean, the lake is getting hammered. So. Yeah, I had a couple main lake spots I wanted to try, but um, I was actually talked to my wife the night before. She's like, what would you do? She's like, you want to go creek fishing or lake fishing? I'm like, I want to go creek fishing. Well, go creek fishing. <laughs> so That's a good woman right there. Mine would have yep. been like, don't ask me. I, I don't. <laughs> you should go to work. That's what you should do. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I actually, I picked out from my scouting around, I, I picked, 
I settled on three that I could jump between if I needed to, because I was going to be pre-fishing during the tournament. I went to the one that had uh, had the best gut feeling about. Uh, got there early because I wasn't sure. I, I kind of figured everybody was going up the creeks to get away or find unpressured fish since there was so much stuff going on in the lake two weeks before. <clears throat> so I got there early. Uh, nobody was there. I mean, I went there super early. I got there about 5.15 or so, 5.30. Um, nobody was there. I took my time, unloaded everything, got everything ready to go. About 6 o'clock, somebody rolls up and uh, asked him which way he was going. He said, I'm going up. I said, well, I guess we're going to have to share. <laughs> which, which I, I was already prepared to share anyway. I, I had three or two other places that I was planning on going if it got crowded or if it just there was no bite there. Um, but it was, I mean, where I was, was I would can still consider it lake. I mean, it, it was up way up a Creek arm, but it was still, um, very accessible. Yeah. I mean, you could get a bass boat in there. I mean, yeah, not, not flowing too much. Yeah. I mean, I went up, several miles and by the time i got to where i turned around there was some current a fair amount of current and it had gotten yeah. shallower but where i started and i mean i was catching fish all the way up so it it was i mean if if i was in the bass open or whatever i'd have been right up there where i was because i mean you could get there um and not not to interrupt you but just to give so these these guys did really good uh, first, first place, Lance ended up with 85, Jason Moore, who couldn't make it had 80 and a half and Luke had 78 and a half to give you an idea of how actually hard the lake was fishing. That bass open series day one was 15 pounds. And I, I meant to pull the stats up of how that ended up finishing, but it was fishing very rough. We actually talked to a guy. I, uh, I think we only averaged 13. Yeah. Three days. Yeah. We, we talked to a guy who was camping next to where I was set up and, you know, big rat boat, a lot of sponsors. Like, you, I mean, uh, Joe McElroy was hanging out with us. He knows him. He's like, no, this guy knows what's up. Let's go see how he did. And the first thing the guy said was F this lake. He said, I caught 67 fish today and none of them stayed in the live well. I was like, Jesus. He was like, he was slamming rods in boxes and packing up like all shorts. huh? Yeah, 67 shorts. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if they were fishing inside of a uh, what their limits were, like 15, 15 inch, one pound or something like that. Slot. Yeah, the slot. But mm. but anyway, I just wanted to let you know, these guys did exceptionally well while professional bass boat anglers were struggling. I think that y'all could have definitely played. I was talking to somebody about this, something I want to do in the future since like AL.com is like paying attention like like next year if we do a state championship and there just happened to be we won't plan it this way but like let's say like the mlf was in town or something i will have all that posted together to show that y'all like in comparison y'all are running with what these pro anglers are doing out of little plastic boats to get a little respect you know it it doesn't get said enough and i don't know i just think it'd be cool if they're like yeah well you know, Jacob Wheeler only caught 17 pounds. Oh, yeah. Well, Lance caught 23. <laughs> so I don't know if it was that much. But, oh, yeah. But so, so I had a I had a 18 and a half and an 18, which were probably about the same weight because one of them was the 18 was fatter than the 18 and a half. 
and I'm going to guess three, three and a quarter. So let's say six and a half pounds on those two fish. I had a 17 and three quarter that was skinny. So I'm going to say two and a half. So what are we at? Nine. And then I had two 15s, pound and a half each. So another three pounds. So what? 12 pounds, 12 pound bag. And if it was a 13 average, so you're right up in there. Might have made yeah, championship right. Sunday or Saturday. And, and I had a shot at another 18 plus. It just uh, didn't hook up on the whopper plopper. So it, it could have been a 15 pound bag. Old plopper. Well, yeah, so, so the guy that was, uh, he was tent camping. I can't remember his name right now, but he was in the Capri Sun boat. And he had 10-1 after day one and was in 25th. Wow. Wow. So. Yeah. I mean. I was trying to pull up the pictures. Tourney X has been fighting me all day today. I was trying to pull up the pictures of y'all's fish because uh, y'all, y'all, the both of y'all had some uh, some good looking fish, and then we did have a a one twenty and one twenty and a half call, and the twenty and a half was is a good fish. Uh, yeah. Were were y'all Lance? Were your bites like? Were you back in largemouth waters, or were you catching good spots? Both. I was kind of in a transition area. Um, uh started off catching largemouth um well when i first launched i, I always start with top water um this time That's of year especially key. yeah i mean it's fun and if you know a lot of times if they're going to hit top water it'll be first thing and it's a good way to get a big fish right off the bat so i started buzz bait spook uh, a lot of wood at, at the beginning where i was didn't get anything not even a swirl uh, went to the spinnerbait. Water still had a good stain to it, so I thought the spinnerbait would play. Nothing. Um, hour and a half in, I think. I didn't have much, so or really anything. I didn't have any, a bite. Yeah, Picked that's up, exactly. Uh, it was it was slow. It was yeah. a lot slower Saturday than it was pre-fishing Friday. So made an adjustment. I picked up a little red red line wood knocker jig. I think it's a five sixteenths ounce maybe three eighths not a, not a big heavy jig but a small one and i cut the front of the skirt off to make it a smaller profile and put half of a bang stick on it um so it, i call it a ned jig but it's, <laughs> I, I use that a lot this time of year and it, it catches fish and when i i flipped it in a little log jam and caught a 14 or 15 and a quarter large mouth that ended up being on my stringer all day and i just did that for the next three hours and i probably caught 15 14 inches doing that so a jig with a worm you're probably the only one throwing it on smith lake that day <laughs> well i mean I, I throw it a lot and i throw it everywhere it's one of my favorite f fall late summer baits because it's a small profile i can work it a million different ways um so it it gets me a lot of bites this time of year <clears throat> so, are you throwing it in like a shad pattern or just blue I, like kind of i change milk? it i change it depending on the water conditions uh since the water was stained i had a black and brown jig with a um i would have preferred a black bang stick but i didn't have any so it was um june bug why did they make them with purple I don't know. Why don't they just make a black and blue bang stick? I don't know why they got to have purple in there. Yeah. yeah. It, it was getting the job done. It, and it looks like a, looks like a little, uh, darter or brim or something going through the water. So it makes me, it, you're giving me confidence. Cause I've actually, I, I like throwing smaller jigs, but I've taken some of my small jigs, trimmed them and put, uh, 
you know, TRDs on them mm-hmm. and I'll throw it for a few minutes and it'll go in my head from like, this is next level to what the fuck are you doing? And then I <laughs> cut it off. But now that you're actually saying that you're doing it, I'm going to try it again. <laughs> yeah. Give it a shot. And I try, I have basically, I, I'm probably three different retrieves mainly that I do with it. The first one is just the little, you know, pitch, let it drop, hop it a couple of times, get it out of there. And the other one's just the typical pump and drop. And then the other one that I try, if they're not hitting any of that, is just stroke it, like two, three-foot stroke, pop that thing up almost to the surface and let it drop all the way back to the boat. Had a lot of fish just come up, and as it makes that stop to start falling again, they'll just come up and grab it. Was was there any one of those techniques working better than Um, any one of those retrieves? A lot of them, it was the first first two. I didn't really catch many stroking it like that. Uh, they didn't want a whole lot of movement, it seemed, first part of the day. I, it was either right after that initial drop, or maybe a little crawl after that, or just hopping it back to the boat. They'd pick it up halfway back. Um, but it was getting me a lot of bites, and it, it got me, you know, a limit, which helped my confidence. And it was about 10 o'clock, I was – it was that – do or die times like is this where i want to spend the rest of the day or do i need to go to another spot and the fact that the other guy that fished there he i I mean i i was prepared to share but he went the other way and let me have it and nobody else was there there was a a family there paddling up paddling around in the area it sounded like a herd of elephants but the fish didn't seem to mind so i I was like well i'll just i'll i'll give it few more minutes see if i can get a bigger fish and if i don't i'm gonna go to one of my other spots because a bag of 14s is good to have when it's tough like that but Mm -hmm. i didn't think it was going to be enough to do you know make any waves so i put the jig down uh picked up a bull shad Uh and just started burning it through some of the better looking waters a lot of like 45 chunk rock banks, 45 degree chunk rock uh, with, you know, it'd go off straight off into like eight, nine feet of water before it would kind of taper out in the back. Um, so I was just burning that bullshit and I had, <clears throat> had a follow when come up and swatted at it, missed it, looked like a good fish. I pitched the jig right at, I reeled it back in, pitched the jig back in there and it, it didn't make it halfway down and she hit it. And, uh, that was the 17 and three quarter. I was like, all right, there's some size here. I just got to figure them out. So I stayed there the rest of the day and, um, alternated between the bull shed, uh, the big whopper plopper and pitching that jig around, ended up catching the, uh, 18, 18 and a half on the, on the, uh, bull shed and the 18 on the whopper plopper. Tell, tell me, uh, just because, I legitimately think you're one of the first people I, I know that I've had on this show talk about throwing a bullshad during a tournament. Uh, what what bullshad are you using, if you don't mind talking about it? It's the the small one, the five inch. Well, not the new small one, but the original small. Not one. not the baby, but like the yeah the, the five, five inch, inch regular bull. Yeah. And, how, uh, how do you because they have different? I've never thrown one. Slow sinking, fast. What, how do you know which fast one? Fast sink. And, okay. and it might be because of the type of water I fish. I I don't like the floater or the slow sinker because um, I'm usually in some kind of current. 
so I take the fast sink and I actually put extra heavy trebles on it to make it sink even faster. Okay. I take the skinny trebles that it comes with off. And um, yeah, yeah, take notes. Choose. Choose <laughs> <laughs> alert. Yep. So are you? Oh, like, what's your color? So, like a lot of guys when they go bull shads, everybody goes for that just that bone look because that color just works. Or did you get into something that's like that? Uh, I, Luca does custom painted. I don't know. Nah, I don't pay much attention to color on, especially on stuff like bull shads. I mean, they either see it and it pisses them off and they want to kill it or they don't. I mean, it's that, that's that category. Like, of yeah. You're not trying to imitate anything. Right. Same, same with whopper ploppers. I mean, that, that the, the 18 that hit the whopper plopper, the whopper plopper. First of all, I'm talking about the big one, not the 190, but the 130. I think. It had leaves stuck to it, and I'm jerking it, trying to free the leaves of it. And that thing just comes up and annihilates it. I'm like, why? <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> but He's why? gonna start like netting falling leaves, putting them in right, the road, like rigging his hooks. <laughs> that was a, that was a, like 147, which was a very timely call because I think that's what put me ahead of uh, whoever had or was it Jason had 80 and a half. Yeah, I yeah. might have. Bar- I think I had 81 at that point, so I might have barely had him. But um, anyway, but. He told me I, I wish he could have joined us. He was t- he's a kind of quiet, keep to yourself kind of guy. Me and him were talking because like like you running into some of Luke's buddies. Me and Jason always run into each other backwater <laughs> fishing in North Alabama. That's how I know the spot's good. But like <laughs> I see his truck roll up or see him paddle by, I'm like, oh yeah. But he was telling me that uh, he figured out the largemouth bite, and there was only five minutes to go. That was his last <sighs> good fish. But he was like. I'd got a swipe three shots in a row. I figured it out, but I figured it. he's like, and it was something he didn't tell me what it was, but he said it was so in your face, obvious. He's so mad that he didn't figure it out even with 30 minutes to go. And he's like, I could have sealed this whole thing. Yeah, up. But yeah, I've, I've been there. I mean, I, I don't know that feeling. Like, I the, sucked the whole way through. The bite was, <laughs> the bite was fire about 30 minutes before lines out. Yeah, it, it, it did was, seem to it pick up. up. It, it Turney X even showed that. I noticed from probably 12 o'clock on, it started getting more active. Like you you said, a bag full of 14s, you know, probably wouldn't hold any anything. Once you get below third place, basically everybody had at least three 14s. Like three 14s or a few less. Uh, Ryan Crum, one of the directors uh, for the River Region guys, if he could have cold i think even one fish he would have probably jumped right up there below you because he had a 20 and an 18 and three quarter and three twelfths oh wow and he still got fifth oh yeah so like he was a bite away from changing everything oh yeah so pre-fishing i found that little creek i was on and then i went back to the campground and switched boats and then i went up a, a larger creek and i was coming back down and i met him he was like what did it look like up there? I'm like, it looks okay. I didn't fish it. I've been here before, but I just wanted to see what it looked like with, with the water level down. And then at the camp that night, he was like, you going to fish that tomorrow? <laughs> no, I'm not you fishing gonna fish that. You, you can have it. You can have it, bro. And then he nails that 20. And I was like, oh! oh. <laughs> yeah, it was, he was texting me during it too. And like, he'd caught the 20 a, a little bit earlier 
because it was blowing my mind. I think he was in fourth place. No, he was in third place and only had four fish. And I was like, these guys are in trouble. <laughs> and then he he never could shake the twelves away. Well, uh, oh, you can you can get back to it, uh, telling your story. I, I mean that that was kind of it. I worked worked my way up and down. I figured out the the late big lure pattern just to upgrade. I had right there at like one forty. I had it was before I caught that last good eighteen incher. I had another. 18 inch class fish follow it all the way back to the boat and just never never hit it and then a few minutes later i caught that last big one at 147 and i was like all right i gotta get out of here and go find some service because i think i got it uh, i felt like 85 inches given the way everything had been fishing was going to be pretty dang good so you never know with with luke old yeah i mean i I, I, I knew Luke would I think be out I had there. It in the bag, but I felt like it was a pretty good shot, so I, I I got out early and went and found some service and uploaded everything. And yeah, after well, I, I I had a goof up, which I still don't understand it. I said so we had an open event the day before, and the championship on Saturday. I set the two tournaments up exactly the same. Friday had no issues. Saturday it cut off at two o'clock instead of cutting off at three o'clock when the actual deadline was. So Luke called me in a panic. Sam Cox <laughs> called me in a panic. Jesse Halverson called me and said, Hey, everybody's panicking. So I'm driving down the road because there is no signal at the camp. So what happened was they were supposed to let me use the Wi-Fi at the check-in place at the campground. Well, that lady that told me I could wasn't there that day. So the other lady was like, no, you can't. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to run this tournament with no signal. We'll see how this goes. So when everybody's calling me saying, turn the X's off, I got off the phone with Luke. I grabbed my laptop, jumped in my wife's car. I started driving down the country roads with my laptop on in the passenger seat. And I'm doing this all over the highway. <laughs> and I'd find signal and I'd start clicking buttons. So I, I turned it back on doing like 45 miles an hour down <laughs> some road. And then I pulled over and just sat and everybody's fish came in. I had like 78 fish to to judge in like nine minutes (laughs) on the side of the road. (laughs) So it was, I I called Jimmy and I'm like, Tony X is, uh, the submissions off. I don't know what's going on. I need to submit one fish. He said his words. He said, and I got one. I I got one. (laughs) I was like, all right, I'll take care of it. Hold on. And and all I heard from Jimmy was like, I did. I did. I was, like, got no service. <laughs> I was so mad, man. I like, it was like, I think it was like 10 AM. We'd been taking it really easy. I was camped out. I had the camper set up because lady had told me I could just come pull up next to the check-in place and just use their Wi-Fi. So I was like, all right, cool. I told my wife, I was like, well, I'm gonna run up here, start doing all this, walk up there. And I was like, Hey, she's like, Oh no, we can't do that. I was like, Oh no. <laughs> Cause like there is no signal anywhere around Smith Lake Park. Not a, nowhere close. But we made it work. You guys had a great event. Had a good time. And Lance, what you've won three of the last four champion state championships. What's that like? <laughs> Is your head about this big? Like I, I am the man, king. Man, it could end tomorrow. I, I I'm blessed. My my man's didn't even really fish locally and then it was like, eh, I'll show up for state and kick everybody's <laughs> ass. Yeah. <laughs> without practice without practice well i mean 
I say without practice, but I've been around the block a little bit. So. Yeah, Luke, <laughs> Luke's made his name in like four years. I've been working at it since 2004. So, Yeah, yeah I, I was thinking about that. So, I mean, kayak fishing is a little bit different than from a boat. I mean, it's going to take you – I mean, it's going to take you a year to get a hook set right on, on all your different lures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can't set the hook like you can in a boat. You've got the angle in a boat, and you can jack them. When you're in a kayak, you're on their level. That was probably the one of the craziest things, like learning curve for me, is because I, oh, you know, on the boat deck, I give them that old hero smack, you know, that reverse swing on them, and you can't do that in a kayak. Like no, you can't. I mean, you get into certain lake fishing and standing up in your kayak, blah blah blah. You you adapt to it, but like creek fishing, like you're talking about, especially if there's moving water, there's nothing like trying to flow one way fish one way and set trying to figure out how to keep the hook in their mouth with him going across current with you going down current light light line like you're saying there's just so many things like like luke's right the the curve in kayak fishing is weird exactly yeah heck yeah well uh been a great show we'll let y'all uh tell everybody who makes fishing easier for you luke go ahead and rep rep your Rep your store again. I'm gonna rep my, I'm gonna rep my crew. No, oh, here we I'm go. Gonna rep my crew. Gang. I'm gonna rep oh. the gang gang. <laughs> this guy. I'm Sam Cox, Jason Jones, Frank Reed, who moved away. And is he like the oh, it, is Frank the is Frank the one like you pour your drink on the ground, one for my homie? Because he's like the, the going homie. No, 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 no. <laughs> Oranges. Keys, Oranges. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he used to always bring the cuties to the tournament, and we all started bringing cuties. And now, when I'm on the water, and I bring that mango orange out, I peel it, I drop one piece in the river, and I eat the rest. <laughs> True story. True story. I love this. Jimmy that's knows that we all stayed in the same house up at Pickwick. Yeah, for I love Frank. Frank is yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's my poor little liquor out. For my homie. Um, all right. So anyway, we'll Tony Dean at the kayak store. Awesome. Go by and see him. Um, that's about it. Coleman kayak anglers, Iron City kayak anglers. I fished with all of them this year. I fished with uh, all of them except Kusa. So uh, NACA and uh, River Region guys. I mean, I was all over the place. I enjoyed it this year. I had a blessed year. Two AOIs. I won with NACA. Got a third place with uh, River Region on uh, Mitchell. So, I mean, it's, it's been a great year. Yeah, heck yeah, man. It sucks you didn't fish Kusa. I mean, you could have had a top three in all of them. I would Well, I mean, they do Thursday night tournaments, so I couldn't. Yeah, it's pretty lame. I I heard they might be doing some Saturdays this year. We're we're going to do a joint. Iron City is doing a joint with them uh, in June. If they go to Saturdays, I'm going to go hit one for sure because I I like that area. I I think it'd be cool to get down there. We, We are on nearly June 24th. Iron City and Kusa. We'll, we'll Sweet. I'll be there. All right, Lance. Tell us who makes fishing easiest for you. I just want to know uh, if Luke is Yakko, who's Wacko and Dot? Oh. Uh, who is Wacko? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's my these stupid kittens that keep crawling all over. <laughs> <laughs> How many cats do you have? I got three. I got three cats. I got two dogs and I got a rabbit. All right. He's got a perfect pyramid of animals. Yeah. 
and a kid and a wife. So, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> hey, my, my next question is that, has anybody ever flashed a gun on this show? <laughs> I'm pulling out the judge. It's the cat killer. First time for everything. What, what is that, a judge or a uh, It's a judge, governor. yeah. I just want to make history. Yeah, Luke <laughs> Turner. Sure. First person yeah. to show arms. Yeah. Right. Watch, this will be the first video that gets like taken down out yeah. of like, anything we've done. And I'm going to be so proud of that. It's fake. It's not real. <laughs> Just put a little orange tip on it. Well, anyway, Lance. Um, yeah. Uh, easy for you. Orange tip. <laughs> Sorry, Lance. Go ahead, buddy. That's all right. <laughs> uh, I got to gotta go with uh, Wilderness Systems. Uh, they keep me in some good boats. And then uh, Redline. They uh pretty much have one of their lures tied on all the time. Yeah, Luke knows. They say yeah, cash and checks in Alabama. Thank you, Redline, for helping sponsor Alabama Hammers here in 2021 too. We appreciate y'all. Yep. Heck yeah. I, I got to thank, of course, I got to thank my wife, and my my son, Braden. I'm glad you jumped in. I was like, hopefully he says yeah. it before I get into yeah. the outro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, without their support, I couldn't do any of this. So. Yeah, exactly. My wife, Christy. On them, <laughs> I, I think my wife, my cats, my rabbit, my, my dogs. <laughs> well, guys, we appreciate you coming on. Luke, it's good to see you again. Lance, I appreciate yeah. you coming on for your first time. I'm sure we'll have you on again. Uh, like we talked about, actually, I'll just say this real quick before we let everybody go. Um, there was a announcement tonight. Uh, y'all will probably have heard it when this comes out tomorrow, but uh, Chad Hoover stepped down from KBF and Christy Hoover took over as president. And there's actually been a lot of positive feedback from what I've read so far. So maybe, maybe KBF is making some moves and maybe, you know, maybe people start, I act like people don't fish KBF, but we like, we don't fish KBF. Well, Hey, I will say this. I'm looking at KBF next year because of their rules about. Yes. That's where I think, I think, well, minus Dan, Mr. Late Guy, Dan over there. I think the three of us are all like, I love their rule set, but I've just kind of been waiting to see what happens before I like go in that, that particular direction. But I definitely. Yeah, but now you got to take a video of every fish that you release. Well, I wonder if they're just doing that for the championship. No, that's like. That's a new rule. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Never mind. Yeah, it's like we we we'll give you one, but we're taking one away. <laughs> I mean, look, no, if you keep my if you keep the creek rules the same, I would probably shut up and just video the releases, because like that's mm-hmm. the, the, that's fishing, man. Like I get the as a tournament director, you have to try to please both people. So yeah. like I have to do so much of the rule this way and so much of the rule towards these guys, just so maybe people don't call and get mad at me, which doesn't work. So I I get kind of why the two of the big national trails don't, but I kind of definitely feel like it's swung more away from what kayaking kite fishing started as. So, and like everybody, especially Mr. Angler of the year over here from river bass and, you know, everybody always had positive about that. And I feel like that's what keeps KBF going is that rule style still being around. So maybe we get more of that. It'll be great, but we'll get into that on another show. Guys, I appreciate you coming in. Yeah, Jimmy. Appreciate it. Dan. Good to see you. you. Lance, congratulations. Same to you, man. Gang, gang. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I was waiting for it. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate it. We'll see y'all. Bye. 
Oh, I love those guys. Yeah. That some people get annoyed with it, but I think it's hilarious every time I hear them gang gang and everywhere. It's so funny. <laughs> no. And it makes me, it really do, man. I miss Frank. Anybody. I know a bunch of the, the Tennessee folks and a lot of the national folks that listen to this show. They all know Frank because Frank will make himself known to you. And it's, there's nothing wrong with it. He's a good guy. Well, uh, yeah, you got anything else, Dan? Any, any, any news, any updates? No, man. Other, if you're, if you're looking to sponsor a KFL team, holler at me. It's <laughs> the Kingfishers. Come well, on. Give, give me a little bit about that. You said they've uh, almost doubled the amount of teams this year so far, right? Yeah, last year it was 17. This year, uh, I think uh, the cutoff's going to be 32, and it's either going to be 32 or dang close. So, uh, so yeah, it's grown. There's a lot of big sponsors coming on board, so a lot more money in the pot. Uh, if you have any questions about just KFL join a team. I know John with Alabama Hammers, I, he just put out a thing today. So if you're in the kind of tri-quad state, Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, or Southern Tennessee area, and you're looking to join a KFL team, holler at John Lessman or just go to the Alabama Hammers uh, KFL, you know, like Facebook, Instagram page, holler at them. I think they need one more person. I mean, they don't have to, but I think they're I'll looking at one. Yeah, we have a full team. Coosa Kingfishers will release that soon they kind of have like a draft so by november 1st everybody has to have their teams in and then they start releasing every night they'll have a different team on and they'll bring out all the people that are on the team so yeah they they make a whole thing of it so it's it's a lot of fun like a lot of people are down on kfl i'm not trying dude i am not the spokesman for kfl in any way it's the most fun i've ever had fishing hanging out with lance and you know, and Coley and Chuck and everybody else. We have some other great members on the team this year. It's just fun. It's like fishing with your buddies. And then I've learned so much from people like Lance that it just, you know, it's because yeah. it gives you the team dynamic to it. Yeah. It's, it's fun, but it's stressful because you're, you know, if you suck, you don't just suck for yourself. You suck for your team. And that, uh, that's tough. You know, it's tough to deal with, but good days are great too. But it, uh, yeah, it's like fun hanging out with your buddies, sharing information, learning and seeing actually like getting 100 percent information from a teammate on the same body of water. It just makes you a better fisherman. So, yeah, I've last this year, I've learned a ton, really enjoyed it, looking forward to it next year. So, yeah, Wh- whatever people think is fine. I had a good time. That's all I know. Life's short. I'm trying to have some fun. <laughs> all righty. Well, uh, going from that, we always hit the tournament recap and we only have four and I'm okay with that because we, we worked our way down from me having like three pages of these to four. So thank you guys. Uh, going first is the Yakka Bass tournament, uh, tournament of champions on Lake Berryessa. Uh, it was a two day tournament, 48 anglers. First. Greg, Greg Blanchard's YouTube. I'm going to close my ears. Okay. Okay. That's going to be like Daniel Balaba. But now first place, Daniel Balaba with 167 and a half. Second place, Taz Mua with 166 and a half. Okay. Third place, Pua Yang with 164 and a quarter. Uh, moving on from there, we had the cast state championship in Tennessee. That is the, it's the, I can't remember what cast stands for, but it's the coming together of all 12. I think it's 12. Uh, clubs in Tennessee. They had a two day tournament, but it's your best five of the two days. 
97 anglers. First place, Paris Edwards with 89 and a half. Shout out to Paris. He was wearing one of those Music City Outdoors shirts. I appreciate it, homie. Uh, second place, Eric Thomason, 87 inches. And third place, Lunch Money, Ryan Lambert with 85. I lied. We only have three events because one of them was the Alabama Championship, and we've already covered it. Uh, right. So last but not least, the Southern Nevada Kayak Angler Slay Nation Tournament on Lake Mojave. Slay Nation? 20- What's yeah, up, they, Fred? I mean, uh, Frank? Fred. Yep. Yeah, Fred. Old provolone. Slay Nation getting in there. I like it. Yeah, 26 anglers. Uh, five fish limit. First place, Julian Ortiz with 77 and three quarters. Second place, AJ uh, Gagliardo with 68 and three quarters. Third place, Jose Acosta Martinez with 63 and three quarters. So that was a tough one. But yeah, that's, that's the events for the... Last week, I I love it when I opened it up in the Attorney X page. The dates changed three times on one scroll. I was like, yes, <laughs> not a lot to talk about. But uh, but yeah. So basically, that's winding down. Uh, especially for our state, basically everything's over for us. So Alabama does have a winter series. Uh, for anybody that uh, I don't even know all the states, I should have pulled the graphic. Dugout bait and tackle in Marietta, Georgia, is doing their winter series thing lots again. Of, lots of giveaways, even if you're not. You can't fish and you don't think you're going to win it. Dude, the giveaways are worth signing up. It's it's pretty crazy. Uh, I think I won four giveaways last year because they give away last year. I don't know how it's doing this year, but like they're, they'd name off like 25 people each week and it'd be like baits. And I just had like three months. Uh, I didn't win anything. Not one time. I never no, I, I submitted did. a fish. I did. I, I won a pack of a uh, cigar gold label. I take that back. I, I, I never submitted tatsu yeah i never submitted a fish and i won like missile baits twice and something else i won i won a bunch of baits so it's worth it's worth the money to get in uh there's like one big giveaway prize i think they give away a reel uh, every yeah, week it's like an abu spinning reel they're giving away every week yeah so jump in on that uh gonna go ahead and hype up uh jackson Orr's fourth annual charity tournament uh, online, any public water in the U.S. It's live. I think there was 26 people signed up for it. They're wanting to get to 250 to hit $6,000 in donations, so hit that up. But, uh, yeah, uh, next week, I'm pretty sure we're either going to cover the uh, winner from the national championship and talk about that three-day event, and I tasked Drew Gregory with getting a hold of Christy and Chad to hop on with us and talk about that big news. So some order will have that within the next few weeks. Well, yeah. And who knows? Probably see Dan again sometime soon. Yeah. Anytime, man. Yeah. Happy glad, glad to see you, man. I'm, I missed you. And it, it, it was just, I don't know. I feel like me and Drew do good, but since like I started with you, I don't know. It's still like, like this, me and you is like how it's supposed to be, kind of feel, you know. Oh yeah. But I'm like, um... <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it like that, but thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been a good show. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm a, I'm a sh- I'm not a regular here. I'm shouting out my stuff too. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, gadget. What's up, yeah, gadget? The best yeah. stuff in the business. Get one, getting low pro XD crate. That's where it's at. I see people all the time. What crate do I get? What crate do I get? Get a yeah, gadget crate. I'm telling you, I've had them. It's the best. X zone behind me. The crawls and the tails float. Get it. 
throw it, own it, put it in your boat. Uh, Bayano Power, not only my sponsor, but also with uh, Kusa Kingfishers for 2022. Thank you, Bayano, making the best batteries in the business. And last but not least, Summerland Outdoors in Columbus, Georgia. They will ship you a kayak anywhere in the damn country. And they got them in stock. Give them a holler. Jackson, Hobie, Old Town. They got them. Get them. Boom. I'm out. <laughs> All right. Well, great show. Appreciate it, Dan. Good night, everybody. Dan, take us out. All right, everybody. Where are your PFTs? Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Fin. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Fin on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button, and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water shout out to rocktown adventures located in northern illinois for all your kayaking camping and hiking needs shout out to jig masters jigs when in doubt get the jig out go to jigmasters.com